When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, que tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Maya, what are your top three signs again? Because I'm a Virgo double Scorpio, but what are you again? I don't really remember. Well, I'm a sun avoidant, a moon anxious. And I think my rising sign is like a, a mixture of like a romanticizer, a hesitator, uh, and I, a max. I, I, don't, I don't think that's how it works. What are, you, what are you talking about? We've got a lot to learn. Get, Get in here! Yeah. My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the, the Super Secret Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Yeah, like secrets that are super. That's what it is. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendship, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Get in here! Welcome to another episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club Podcast. How's it going? You know that kid? The kid that wears the sunglasses? Like that like super famous like gif meme where he's just like this in the club. He's wearing the clothes. Yes. <laughs> that will forever be a dance move <laughs> that is appropriate in all occasions. <laughs> it's a spiritual, like it's it's a spiritual staple that literally everybody knows. That maybe like only millennials know, possibly, but who cares? I feel like if you're like a cool, like if you're like one of those Gen Zers that are like, no, I know about, you know, when like you're young, you were like your older siblings would teach you something. You're like, no, I know about that. My my sister would tell me all about that. Yeah. That's how I was with like alternative music. I feel like they'll be like that. And I know what that means. But yeah, Spirit is good. Um, newly single. The way, as Jarena says, bilingual, newly bilingual, single. Bilingual, newly single. Wow. What's your, uh, how's your spirit? It's good. I just had a therapy session um, right before this. A lot of things, a lot of things. Mm. Um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. talked about an ex there, as one does in therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lot of revelations. And I'm very excited about today's topic because i was watching uh, first of all this video is so aggressive that i like the title is like why women are attracted to toxic men and uh, um yeah 
And you were super adamant. You like sent it in our group chat. And then you were super adamant about us watching it. Yes. I don't know why. I was just like, it just has so many good little nuggets that I feel like were just so good. Like such good, like nourishing food for thought amongst the like fire trash, like shit that we consume sometimes that gives no value. Absolutely. And I'm 24 minutes in and I probably need to go re-listen to everything because she just provided uh, so much information in this video that I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. It's so funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's like funny because you're like, that's me. She's talking about me. Yeah. Basically. So the video it, it's from, it's a podcast, the diary of a CEO, I'm not really talking about the the guy, but more so um, the girl, her name is Logan. She is an American behavior expert, author, dating coach who may be best known for her book, How to Not Die Alone. I She's a dream guest. I would love to have her on. Um, but I wanted to mostly focus in and zoom in on um, the she she described the type of daters like there's three type of daters. And I want to go over that. And I just feel like. There's so many nuggets in that video that this is just, it's barely like scraping the surface. Um, but it was, when I learned this, I was like, whoa, like it's crazy how much we kind of have a mix of these three descriptors of daters, but also, um, it's good to call them out to, to like, to figure out which one you are so you can be a better dater for yourself. Yeah, I think what also made this girl really cool was that she actually applies science, like, data and analytics like she is an expert and she works at Hinge. So she's using like, like truly like science, technology and data to help people find their love, figure out what their issue actually is. And I honestly feel more and more that like love is not what people think. It's not as romantic. It's not as like this like ooey gooey feeling that people believe it is. I was just telling somebody the other day about how um, uh, arranged marriages, although highly problematic and not the best thing, were the way that humans did things for so long. And um, now, you know, this way of how we have to find love now, where we have to rely on our gut, the spark, like it's just not as, quote, reliable or it's just not the system we've been using. And that's literally like one of the first things that she says when you listen to this podcast is that like this era of dating is so new. It's so like um, just we're all inexperienced in a way. And then she goes into saying that like the number one way that people are meeting each other today is online. Yeah. And so I was like, whoa, yeah. like mind blown so the things that we talk about today is coming from a source that is actually really cool she's a scientist it's not that's like, she's like, like a relationship scientist she's like somebody who does science like and she was so good that she started working with hinge like when i first found her she wasn't working with hinge she was she was she had her book and like i mean i think how valuable is that to have a relationship scientist be on your app to give you like data and stuff. And she talks about in that video, like um, I would, I'm going to write to her and see if she can look at our profiles and maybe like give us some feedback, but. Oh my God, that would I be know, amazing. I'm, I'm so scared. Um, also quick disclaimer to anyone who's listening right now. I'm at my mom's house. I don't know how I've been and ended up recording 
some of the last few episodes of my mom's house and it's super loud here. There's always something clicking and clacking and banging and, and shmanging <laughs> over here. And, and right now the laundry machine is just in the background, just letting us have it. It's all doom, doom, doom. How old is this laundry machine, mom? Since like 1998, you've had it, huh? She's 10 years old, oh, so you know what that means in washing yeah. machine years. <laughs> the washing machine's like, fuck you, girly. I clean your clothes, <laughs> and this is what I get. <laughs> she's cleaning your clothes. She's one of those She's one of those washing machines that, like, you take your clothes out, and they have more stains on it. <laughs> and it's, like, smells worse. <laughs> smells worse, yeah. and you have to clean it again to clean off that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. You're like, I know this did not go in there with this many stains. And now... <laughs> So the first dater type, um, there's three that she described, is the romanticizer. And the romanticizer has unrealistic expectations. They need a meet cute. They believe in soulmates. And they're like the typical rom-com girly, non-binary. Girly is, is used as a, you know, a universal one of those girlies you know yeah we're all girlies even if you identify as well whatever never mind some of you don't deserve the title <laughs> girlies <laughs> but you know like the rom-com people who are really grew up i mean they like me i i totally feel like i'm i'm romanticizer sometimes but they're the ones who really believe in love at first sight the spark um and the way that they can kind of hinder themselves is by like I said, having unrealistic expectations. So when they meet someone, they're like, well, I didn't feel spark at first or like I didn't feel butterflies or I didn't feel like you have to feel X, Y, Z in order for it to be fun and lively and not boring because you're pulling from maybe some trauma or maybe what your parents had or maybe what your parents didn't have. And you saw in a movie that you kind of want. What do you think about the romanticizer, Curly? I feel like the romanticizer is kind of what a lot of people are, you know, like we all just kind of grew up in Hollywood. We grew up with whether you're like whatever culture you might come from for us is like telenovelas, right? Or the movies of the 90s, the problematic movies of the 90s and the 2000s. Um, and we all kind of feel like we're like destined to find that person who's our best friend. And then now, even with social media... Like, I just see all these couples doing, like, sweet, over-the-top, romantic things that I'm like, ugh, I, that even more, like, is even more of a, of a thing that makes me go, like, I, I, it's setting kind of, like, unrealistic expectations for a lot of people. I was telling you that there was a trend for Halloween called, like, boo baths, or they just add boo to whatever. Boo. And they basically, <laughs> in yeah, <laughs> boo your boo, boo stuff. But like, basically, it's like this trend where you, let's say like you're dating your significant other and you uh, make them like a boo-themed basket, a boo-themed bath. Like, it's like a haunted bath. It's a haunted, scary basket with Halloween goodies. And I was like, that's so cute. But like, at what point is it you, performative? being sweet for your partner? Yeah. Exactly. Like, when are you just being sweet for your partner? And when is it just to make content? Um, so the romanticizer, I feel like... By the way, none of these are bad. They're not like, you're a romantic. No, it's, it's just the type of dater you, you know? are. Like when you go into love and dating, like we all have a tendency by fault, by default from how, where, where we've been 
and what we've experienced up till right now in our lives that have shaped and formed us into um, the kind of lover that we are. And I love being a romanticizer. And I feel like Latine people, Latine people have no choice but to be a romantic. We we have no choice. All the boleros, like the love songs, the movies, the colors, the food, the smells, like, you know, I feel like I'm just a walking giant bleeding heart, (laughs) you know? Keep bleeding, keep, keep bleeding. So yeah, I feel like I'm a mixture of like romanticizer, but also a mixture of what the next one is too. Maximizer. The maximizer is the one that always is, they feel like they're one swipe away from something better. They date a lot, but sometimes they have trouble finding connections because they always want better. So in your experience, you said you kind of identify with that. Like, how do you think they show up when it comes to dating. Well, it's interesting because um, Logan uh, in the show, she's, she's telling the host of uh, what is it called? Like billionaires, how to be a billionaire. I I can we pause for a moment. I love how Curly always like, I would say the title or the title is so clear. And then he says something else that he's created that he based on his bias because it was has CEO in it. Yeah. <laughs> and so the title is yeah, it's uh, true. like diary of a CEO. He's like, how to be a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> how to make money really fast. CEO. <laughs> Literally, I'm fascinated by how this mind stores things. But when she's talking to him, she says like, this will probably be what most of your listeners are today. They're probably the maximizer, you know? And she's like, it's somebody who kind of wants to mix in different elements from like past relationships. Like, oh, well, I really liked this guy's personality, but I like this guy's ambition, but I really liked how this other guy dressed. And like, it's really hard because particularly, I will say we live in Los Angeles, which is another thing. If you live in a big city, I almost feel like dating for you will kind of just inevitably be a shit show. A beep show, a show, because... uh, Whoa, that sounds watery. What are you eating? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of of bullshit from these men, to be honest. But like... You're eating shit? Practically. (laughs) (laughs) Just scraping the bottom of the barrel out here. But um, yeah, it's kind of just like this thing where... You I and, and I kind of relate to it a lot too because I will go on a date and be like, no, I've I know I've dated somebody who has kept up with me intellectually. I can keep I can look for another guy. Like, no, I know that I can keep up with the I can get a guy who like likes to, you know, put on his colognes and dress up and and have fun with style. Like, I'm not trying to like it's weird because when do you want to just find somebody who's on your level? Versus when are you being like a maximizer? Yeah, I know. The next one is the hesitator. It is someone who feels like they need to wait until they have certain things before dating. Because, I mean, if we just go through the layers of that, like they don't feel good enough at the moment. I totally have been there. I feel like everybody has been there to some capacity in any part of their life where it's like, you know, I just need to lose weight in order to fit into those jeans, to wear those jeans at this party or to wear that dress at this blah, blah, blah. 
And basically you're telling yourself, I'm not good enough yet. Cause in reality you can go find some jeans that will fit and a dress that will fit and feel good. It's just in your brain, you think you need these certain things right now in order to feel worthy enough of whatever it is. And so in this case, um, I find myself saying the same thing sometimes where it's like, oh, I feel like I just need to lose a little bit more weight in order to. And then guys like on the apps will like me a lot. Like the reason why they're not liking me a lot is because we're just fucked up and not true. Like who put that in my brain? Or like I've heard some guys say like, I'm not I feel like I need to. And there's a difference between I want to wait. I want to stop and focus on myself and kind of get my bearings and get certain things. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I want to focus on myself. Like, we're not talking about that, but we're talking about the people who make these tiny little excuses to not date. I've totally been there, you know, like it, it's a lot. Um, yeah. I used to be that person too. I actually was somebody who, when I was a little heavier, I just felt like, Oh, if I was skinnier, I could date this kind of guy. Or if I looked this kind of way, I could be with this kind of person. I didn't feel lovable. I just wasn't ready. Like I truly did not to say that, like, if you are any weight or you're anything, because you truly get to decide when it is that you um, feel like you 
are lovable, right? Like, yeah. it's not. And these are um, things that are put on us, not necessarily. It is, yeah. yeah. And you know what I find fascinating, by the way? I have you seen this? I have noticed that. Um, shit, how can I say this? Like, but I feel like the hesitator to me will continue to grow. Number one, I really feel like people more and more will hesitate because of things like social media, because of like us seeing kind of like hyper examples of the human on our algorithms. And then, um, kind of like what we aim to be and what we aim to date. And then I also think that people will hide behind this hesitator mask and be like i'm a hesitator i'm like you're also an asshole like just get your shit together and like date me or not you know like shit or get off the pot like so lovingly like to say shit or get off the pot you know or get off the pot that's how you need to say it say it like that say it i love where your mind goes like with that saying like you better shit or get off the pot (laughs) get off the paw but what i do want to say is like none of these i mean like you said is is meant to make us feel like you know like any of these are bad like it's just the type Mm. of dater we are based on um like our experiences and i think there's like little light things like little beautiful moments in each of these things like the romanticizer like feels they deserve that romance and they do the maximizer feels that they deserve the best and they do and the hesitator (laughs) the hesitator feels like they want to be their best selves before getting into something and those are beautiful things i think the thing is is that a lot of these have a lot of societal in generational pressures that need to be removed because I think that's where it hinders us a little bit. Like the romanticizer, like we think we have to feel something in order for it to be correctly love, you know, or like the maximizer, like we have to have the best of the best because otherwise maybe to other people, like it, we're going to look like, Oh, you're with them or, Oh, they dress like that, which it doesn't fucking matter. Like if they're a good person and the hesitator is like, who the fuck cares what like where you are in your life right now? Just go kiss someone. You know what my mom said the other day? She goes, why mm-hmm. don't you just like manifest like a kiss? <laughs> we were high on our gummies. <laughs> uh-huh. we, were, we were like super high. Uh-huh. She's like, why did I say that? I was like, facts though. That's true. I'm like, why don't I just like manifest like kissing someone? And maybe that'll break my hesitation. Yeah, which one do you think you you are? Like, if you were to pick, like, this is the one that I am. This is the one that I struggle with. I feel like I am a, a romanticizer and hesitator. Because sometimes I'll go to, um, I'll go on dates and be like, I didn't feel anything. And then be like, mm, oh, well. And then the hesitator, like, you've heard me. You, I feel like you've gotten the most frustration from me on the hesitator like you know because it's true you do you do learn so much when you're in a relationship or when you're in you know but it's like when do you when are you just not ready and when are you like making yourself think you're not ready yeah i mean it is really hard like even you know i went on a date with this guy the other day we had really uh, we we had a really beautiful connection. We had two dates, like super, and we're still in touch. Like he doesn't live in LA, 
Um, but we're still in touch and he's super like dope. Like I really think he's really cool. Um, and I almost for a quick second felt like, why would this guy be into me? Like, I'm not ready yet. Like I'm not at my fullest potential to be with somebody who's this cool. And Monse, my Arbruja was like, girl, get it together. Like you are absolutely worthy. And I did kind of step into my thing. I'm like, why not me? Like I'm, I'm, also doing well. Exactly. I'm also like, I told you this morning, I was like, I'm also cute. Like I'm a cutie. Like I'm cute. I'm, I'm Curly, cute. You are so cute. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, um, there's a movie. Oh wait, the line he goes, he just like, he's like, I'm sweet. And they're like, mm. he's like, I'm sweet. Like, you know, anyways. Um, so, but I get it. So I think that the hesitator can also manifest itself in a lot of different ways that we might not even be aware of. Yeah. Which one do you think you are? I think that I am a mixture of romanticizer and maximizer, which sounds like a dangerous combo. And then I think that I live in like, like my mid heaven would be like hesitator. (laughs) I think your moon is in hesitator. Like my... I feel like, well, my moon is like my real self and I don't really hesitate. (laughs) I'm just, I don't think I hesitate. I think I'm just more of like a a maximizer. Mm. Like I think that like I'll go on a date with somebody and be like, I think they're really sweet, but sometimes, okay. Like I'll meet a guy and be like, he's super sweet, but he feels a little too like, like pedestrian for me you like would she (laughs) have you gotten to the x portion we need to do another episode about x x we were wrong like that's the next title because did you get to the to the x part because when she talks about x it's like what is is this a pet peeve or is this a deal breaker so is it a deal breaker Mm -hmm. for you that this person i mean like dresses or acts like whatever pedestrian or is it a pet peeve? Like, is it something that you could change or or not that you want to change someone, and, but that you want to, you know, influence? And we, to be honest, it's not even the way that people dress. It's more of like a lifestyle, I feel. Lifestyle. Like, I love, there's something that I love about dreamers and artists. Artists are consistently creating, you know what I mean? Like, working towards movement. And so I'll meet people. But how can you figure that out, like, in one date? Um, No, not, like, not one date, but, like, two dates or conversation. Or, you know, if you kind of know them okay. already, you're like, I want to see the trajectory of what it is that they want to do, where they want to go. So that, for me, is, like, my maximizer, right? Because... Again, we are surrounded by some of the most creative people here in LA. We're surrounded by, like, in LA, it's kind of hard because there's the whole, you're in LA 6. Like, have you heard heard that? Like, when someone's in LA 6. Problematic as fuck, but, like, you might be, like, from a scale 1 to 10 in LA, if you're a 6, and then you go somewhere else, and you're, like, a 10, you're an 11. But here, you're, like, you're chill. (laughs) <laughs> you know um but no but you were saying oh like with the icks though like the difference between the ick and like just pet peeves here's the thing my remember we had another episode where my mom said los hombres nunca cambian and so i feel like if it's a pet peeve doesn't ha- have the potential to grow logan <laughs> logan girl Logan, please. We have questions. <laughs> we have questions. Yeah, I, I think um, I think the maximizer has, and I think the hesitator also live within each other too. Because sometimes when I will go into the dating world and be like, "Oh no, I don't like what's out there," and then I'll come back into my shell because I don't see what I want, and I get 
I because with the X you're looking for something. Did you get the get to that part? She was talking about avoidant people that you're looking for an excuse not to oh, connect yeah, yeah. deeper or not to get close. Well, I'll use my ex to heal, if I'm honest with you. I use my ex because I'm such a romanticizer, because I want to get into it. I will use my ex to protect myself. Like, and it is a thing of protection where I'll be like, oh, I really like them, but I don't know. The way that they do this is kind of weird. Maybe it's a maybe it's a good thing that I'm not trying to be with them or date them. I wonder if we've dated these before, if we could like recognize. I feel like I definitely have. I feel like I've definitely dated a romanticizer at first and then at the Mm -hmm. end of the relationship a maximizer and then a hesitator all in one like when they date and i feel like in situationships and avoidant people they are the maximizer and hesitator because they're constantly like i'm not ready actually yeah but it has to be the best of the best and it's like but you won't let your you won't let yourself have a soft place to land to just grow with someone because they have to be xyz in the video that we were that we're referencing the diary of a CEO, I don't know his name. I don't even know him at all. I don't know the podcast. But he was saying that he had broken up with his girlfriend and then he went out to go see like what was better and he couldn't find any better. And so he got back with her. And I feel like that's a lot of what dating is kind of is like well Which is also problematic too, by like, the way. Is this uh-huh. the best? Like, is this really do I have the best? It's like the best like you're not gonna find anything else out there that's better than this it's like i understand that but it's also like are we products <laughs> it's weird because i saw this thing one time that was like if your ex comes back to you after a few months and he said it's because he went out there and couldn't do better than you so now he's back to, so and that's not good you know so then the and then the other part of that too is that like sometimes you do go out there and you're like oh you know, I had a relationship that I got out of and after I broke up, we broke up, I did go on a lot of dates and I, I would think to myself, were any of these other people worth losing this past partner over? Like, was it worth it? And uh, I think there was only like a few, now it's there's been some time in it. So I can honestly say yes, like the life that I have, have lived, the lessons that I have learned, I absolutely needed to, to, to get here. There's who I was then and who I am now like completely different people um but i actually like uh me personally i don't know if i've dated any of these people because except for the hesitator i think i've dated the hesitator before but like if i dated a romanticizer or like a maximizer i think i'd be upset about it like i'd be like what what criteria am i not meeting that you that you like aren't romanticized by me in this moment like what criteria what criteria am I not meeting that you are not feeling maximized oh. at this moment? I would be kind of like, what are you hesitating mad, on? You know? What are you hesitating on? Like, is it like, what is it? If it's about you, that's about you. That's fine. But if it's about me, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So it's kind of hard. Like, what do you think? Like, if you, if you think about my last, maybe my last few relationships what do you think pick one maybe don't say who and then tell me if you think they meet any of these three i choose not to think about them because they don't exist to me (laughs) fair fair i don't give a fuck about them sorry have you have you found that like um who you have been has like changed over time like who you are has it changed or do you see it changing in the future yeah i think with 
I mean, even just watching this video, I definitely feel like I'm more aware of um, my anxious attachment and void. I'm anxious avoidant for sure. Like, or I'm avoidant at first and then I'm anxious. Um, and I, I like switch between those. Um, and as far as like the dating types right now, I feel like I am still a little bit of a hesitator. I am definitely growing out of the romanticizer. Um, I love love and I do believe in magic. I believe in magic that I will experience myself, not what somebody else has experienced. Cause that's their own thing. Movies and stuff like, I don't know. I'm I'm taking away that um and I don't think I'm going to be a maximizer I think I'm I'm getting out of a hesitator because I'm like I just let's just date (laughs) let's just hang out like and exchange like conversation is that so hard for you to have a back and forth like I don't know When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door! Winning! No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Hola, ¿qué tal? This is Cheekies from the Cheekies and Chill podcast. For whatever reason, or absolutely no reason at all, sometimes we all just need some time to turn off and get away. A lot of times on the My Cultura podcast network, our storytellers share their adventures and tips for living our best lives. And why not? With the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card, you can easily check off all those dreamy destinations. Como la playa que viste en ese show, or climbing that mountain on your screensaver. I see you. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter the reason, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm definitely like... mm... I think less and less of a romanticizer and becoming less of that because I just feel like um, I'm just getting older and I just, I'm recognizing people's patterns and I'm just learning that people are not um, 
who they necessarily show you who they are then right off the bat uh sometimes it, it sometimes uh it comes slowly sometimes it comes later i had a thing for a very long time where and i still kind of have it where if you don't like me when you first meet me like when if you don't think i'm cute or you don't want to say what's up when you first see me like i'm very like offended by that you know like oh no then never mind like if you don't like me the person then fuck that but i'm i'm learning that human beings sometimes don't work that way and that's also okay that was a really big lesson for me because i had a lot of trauma with you know this meet cute idea mm. with this idea of like if you really loved me you should have loved me like 10 pounds ago or 20 right. pounds ago if you really loved me you should have loved me when it you know looked like a certain type of way and, you know, people are kind of allowed to change mm. and people are allowed to go, you know what, I never thought that I would, you know, in my case, if somebody's like, I never thought that I would date a glasses, curly hair, uh, nerdy, artsy, you know, human man, um, human man, human man, mm -hmm. human, um, human, um, uh, like now I'm more open to them kind of not romanticizing me at all the maximizer i'm like if you don't if you have to want the best of certain things and you always want better like that's not for me like i will continue to grow i will continue to be the best version of myself but that i'm not for you like if that's where you're at you know um and the hesitator i think that we hesitate in different ways but as you know and as our listeners if you've been with us for a long time you know that i'm very big on okay one thing didn't work get up, dust yourself off and try again. Like I've always said that, um, you will, you will, and you should love and love hard. And if you get your heart broken, it's okay. Heal. You can heal. You will heal, get up and love just as hard again. Like what's the point of being here if it's not to love each other or love people? Why are we so obsessed with dating so much that we need titles like attachment styles dating types like what is wrong with us and our generation and humanity and who knows i don't know what it's like globally but at least in my circle in my understanding of the world that so many of us are like oh my god what's your attachment style are you like an avoiding blah, 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 blah. and then like the other one on tinder you're like are you like an emf element of like are you like we are having so much trouble like connecting in a way that we need titles and almost like different plugins to help us figure out if we work. They're more, you know? more like diagnosis. Like does your trauma get along with my trauma, which is what I always say. That's a real thing. I think it's two things. I think they are, it's a privilege to have these tools, their tools and access to these certain things that will help us navigate through our trauma. And I think a lot of people don't want to navigate through they just want a reason or an excuse of why they are so the, why they are the way they are or like you know oh well i'm an avoidant so like that's why i can't attract these type of people or that's why i attract anxious or vice versa where it's like you're not supposed to use these things as i mean use them how you want but how is that working for you like i mm -hmm. like to use them as and i had this friend too who was like i read the attached book or i read this book i meditated and it didn't work it's like because you don't truly believe in it and you want it's easier to sit in your trauma and to sit in your diagnosis and and this is like a very very much like nothing super serious diagnosis but more so like you know anxious attachment or attachment styles and like these dating types like I like to use them to help me navigate through this 
wild dating world because it has gotten more interesting and a little bit harder. Data shows even Logan's said that this dating field now is so much different and it's a little more difficult and challenging. But I think it's because we are being challenged to um, hold ourselves accountable and responsible for the energy that we bring into the relationships and who we are. Yeah, and, and I think we're tired of dating the same people. So that's why we're looking for resources to help us through and to clock people who are an anxious or are avoidant. So we know how to, how to navigate. I think it's all how to navigate. So I don't think that it's like, I think some people will use the titles just with anything to, as an excuse or as like a, as a personality. Cause they feel like they have no personality without it. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but it can get, it can't be obsessive. Yeah, I feel like, you know, humans more and more, we are learning that we might perhaps not understand love the way that we think we do. I don't think that we've ever understood love, to be honest. I don't think that we understand monogamy the way that it works right now. I think that even getting into relationships, the idea that everything has to be your forever person, like Kim K literally said it on her show like a thousand times the other day, like your forever person, your forever person. And, you know, some people do have forever people and some of those forever relationships are wonderful and some of them are extremely toxic and they still stay in it. You know, I think that um, a lot of people uh, who have anxious uh, attachment styles are dating the avoidant and that cycle works for them and they stay in it, right? Um, one of the things too that she mentioned was that uh, a lot of secure people end up dating secure people and they're not really in the dating pool um, as much as the avoidant and the anxious. And it's funny because I think that I'm a new, I'm a newly secure, I would say, dater. Um, because, but I still battle with certain things that are related to anxious, right? So like, if I text someone and they don't text me, like, I don't lose my shit as much as I used to before. Like, if I get ghosted, I don't lose my shit as much as I used to before. Because on this, I used to feel like, um, oh, it's probably because of uh, the way that I look or the way that I dress or the way that I talk. Um, it, and now I still, now the last bit of it is my social media. Like I'm like, did they go into my social media platform? And then did they feel a certain type of way after they saw it in terms of wanting to date me? And that's where like my own kind of anxious style will come up because like I'm okay with them not texting me or hesitating to hit me up. I'm like, they're busy. I'm busy. I'm cool. Like if they want to hit me up, they can hit me up. I'm cool. Like, but if there's something where they saw something that gave them the ick, I'm like, oh, hell no. What happened? What's the thing? But, um, you know, all that to say, I think that with monogamy and all these things, we are all figuring it out. I believe even people in relationships are still figuring it out. They're just figuring out, like, they're almost like in a different class and in a different lane. I don't know that it's easier. Um, I know that both sides offer moments of happiness and moments of loneliness. Um, so I think that whatever side you're on, whether you're in the relationship or you're looking to get in one... They're both lukewarm water, I would say. <laughs> they both, the grass is maybe not that, this is not as green as the machine in the beginning. Although, I will say one perk that I really like about dating is truly that even though they have a lot of my dates have not worked out in the love sense, they have been really cool guys and they have become really cool spirits that I have had the blessing and the privilege to have met, to have met and shared space with. 
Welcome to the astrology portion of the podcast. So which sign do we think falls into romanticizer, maximizer, hesitator? Like, who do you think is the romanticizer of the entire Zodiac? Water signs. Damn. I, Romanticizers? Yeah. Yeah. Water and, signs. And a little <laughs> bit of, uh, of air, or fire signs, for sure. I think a little bit Just of air signs. Just to go back to your definition that you have written here, it's romanticizer, unrealistic expectations, needs a, quote, meet cute. Oh, by the way, if you don't know what a meet cute is, um, and you're listening, Maya, do you want to explain what a meet cute is really fast? Yeah, it's a meet cute. It's like in the movies where they bump into each other and they spill coffee on one another and, and one of them drops their books and they end up falling. They hate each other, but they end up falling in love like like in the movies. A meet cute. So like a meet cute soulmate, uh, i.e. Uh, a rom-com girly, which that's my favorite genre of movies. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I don't know any fire signs that I have dated to have been romanticizers. I know that you have water in your chart, Maya. So I feel like that maybe might be you. But like every fire sign that I have dated has always been like toodaloo. Because they're I'm a out. maximizer. Fire signs are maximizers. And I would say Gemini's too. I think Gemini's, Virgo. I don't know about Virgos. I feel like earth signs. Okay. I would say a Taurus, a Leo, an Aries. Watch yourself. Are maximizers okay <laughs> yeah because i feel like i'm thinking of who are the signs that i find to be the most opulent like the signs that like who are the most bougie i think pisces can be Taurus and Leo. pisces can be romanticizers and hesitators because they stay in their heads mm-hmm. like i have like three or two P- pisces placements that are like major placements and i'm like a cusp of pisces and aries so i definitely feel like we will stay. It's comfortable to stay in our little romantic fantasy because the reality is boring. Like, it's crazy how much, like, these people who we romanticized, I, I, you go back into, like, in retrospect and you're like, I actually made that relationship what it was. Like, they didn't contribute a lot besides being another body. Like, it was my love that I was obsessed with. And I feel like sometimes Pisces can fall into that. I think that Virgo is like maximizer and like hesitator, I would say, if I had to pick what they were, like half and half. Like, I feel like I'm both of those, but I think that because I have a lot of water in my chart, that the romantic, I love being romantic. I love, I love romanticizing life. I think that one of the things that I've been saying lately is like, um, uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for life. I'm excited for love. I'm excited for all of it. And it's all coming. It's all coming to us. It's all, you know, on the way. So, you know, I f- like whatever. If being romanticizer is bad, then call me a baddie, a better goodie. And that concludes our astrology section. Well, Maya, how do you plead? <laughs> yeah, I-, I think that these things, these Dating types are meant to help you on your journey. Um, definitely consult with your professional healthcare provided therapist. Um, and check out Logan. Logan is so she's amazing. She like knows her shit. You know, I would love to have her on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna email her. But definitely use these cross your fingers. Cross your fingers. 
definitely use these things as tools versus um, excuses or and like, don't feel bad about yourself. Um, I think these are just meant to elevate you. And um, they're, it's a little bit of shadow work. I think that's why it can get triggering sometimes is it's shadow work. So you're loved and we love you. And yeah, we are as a friend. I think I'm a romanticizer. Um, I feel like, like with, these things, I will say, I think that these should be a compass in terms of where you might be at in your emotions, in terms of how you might feel, uh, what your patterns are. This could be like a little bit of a chart to help you see what your patterns are, because at the end of the day, it is your patterns. It is our patterns that keep us in the same cycle. It keeps us from moving on, moving up, moving forward. Um, so I think that looking at this and things like this should be exactly like you said, like a tool and just something that you use to go, huh, these huh. <laughs> have not served me being in this lane. How can I change it up so that I can get into the next part of my life? Get How do you go from the 101 to the 110 to the 10, baby? Like just, you know, keep it moving. Well, Maya, where can people find you? You can find me at Maya in the moment, M-A-Y-A in the moment, everywhere where you scroll. You? You can find me at The Curly Bee Show on Instagram and TikTok. And send me a DMs. You know, like I said, bilingual, newly single, and totally down to practice my dating thing with you. Call me. <laughs> and make sure to hit us up on our social media to let us know what you want to listen to on a future episode of the Super Secret Bestie Club podcast. Love you. Bye. Uh-huh. Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Between recording the next episode of my podcast, running a business, and all of the things life throws my way, sometimes it's good to just get away. Hola, ¿qué tal? It's Chiquis here. And let me tell you, I love booking a trip where I can escape. There's nothing like spending a few days at the beach, relaxing and spending time with family. No matter what kind of traveler you are, and no matter your reasons, the Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card is the way to go. If you travel, you know. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.